Welcome to the CEO Fix Show, 20 minutes or less of powerful, practical, and actionable strategy to disrupt the habits of overworking, elevate your mindset around being a CEO, and help you continue to scale and grow your business without overwhelm. I'm CEO strategist Tarkessa Coven. Let's get started. You see the title of this um, live. I just want to come in and just have a conversation with y'all about why it is that I actually do this work. Some of you have been connecting to me across platforms for a long time and you know there's a lot of things I can do. There's a lot of, I have a lot of skill sets, especially around publishing and things like that. So you might know me from that. You might know me from helping people write books and publish books profitably and all of that. And I still do that work in one of my brands, one of my businesses. But specifically this, this profile and this work that I do is for women like me. Um, so what does that mean like i'm tenacious i'm a go-getter hey i see somebody came in hey y'all i'm i'm all those things but like i want to tell y'all like this is not this isn't a, a a niche per se for me it's really personal and so if you're new to me so first of all the correct way to say my name is tarkessa i get that all the time um my daddy whose name is jane got creative <laughs> he wanted to do something you know, fanciful, but um, my name means love child. And so Tarkessa is, is, you know, my name. Now, the work that I do specifically around business consulting is for female entrepreneurs who have been doing this thing for three to five years. And like, for real, they really want to give up. Um, they're tired physically and all of those things. And, and I'll tell you why I know that and why I do this work. So picture it, Sicily, 1938. No, but like picture it a couple years ago. It was around, it was 2019. So before the world as we knew it changed in 2020. It was 2019 and I was moving and shaking in my business. At the time, I only did publishing consulting and I had a number of clients. Um, but the first quarter of 2019, I had generated like $50,000. I was, I was, I had, I was in my groove. Um, during that time, one of my good friends, who's also a business owner and a consultant, like we were celebrating, my girl was killing it. Like she had closed a six figure consulting deal and we were like, yes, yay. And then like a couple of weeks later, I was like, I can't get her on the phone and she was in the hospital she had had a stroke and i was like when i think about having a stroke i think about you know older people in the community the elders and like i used to hear that when i was a little girl and we in our 40s like i was like what up <laughs> what <laughs> what's happening and so you know this is my my good friend like you know and so that that shook me a little bit but i kept on moving and shaking and then a couple of months later, uh, and I'm a person of faith. Um, for me, I connect with God and Jesus. And so I felt like I heard God say, it's time to transition out of this business. But I was like, oh no, God, we just we just got this thing going. We doing this, we, this is good. We, we, make, we, <laughs> we making all this money and all of this that and the other, and we helping people. And a little bit after that, I started having challenges with my health. I was having migraines. I was going to the doctor and they were like, um, 
we're going to have to put you on a second blood pressure medicine and we're going to have to change the dosage of this one and we're going to try this and they were trying all these things and it scared me because I was like I don't in, in my mind I'm like I don't have a stressful job like why why am I having this problem and so if you rewind to back when I was in the the workforce and some of you have heard me tell this story for those of you who have had conversations with me or been around me, I'm usually a pretty upbeat, kind of silly, a little bit silly person, but I had a, a job where it was a 45 to an hour drive, 45 minutes to an hour drive there every day. And every day I drove there and I was crying every single freaking day I was crying and I would get there and I'll be stressed out. Hey, Coach Vic, I see you. Um, and I'll be crying. I mean, like, like got to get my face. I wouldn't even put my makeup on <laughs> until I got to work because I knew it was going to be bad. Like, I mean, boo-hooing. And I had an abusive boss. Anybody who's ever had a boss, I don't have to explain the difference between a boss and a, a leader or a manager or any of that. Um, it was like being in an abusive relationship working at that job because it was so volatile. Like you could come in one day and you'd be like, good morning and get cussed totally out. And you'd be like, I'm sorry, I was wrong for approaching you and wishing you a good morning. It was hard and I was doing multiple jobs and I was trying to do them to the best of my ability to prevent the abuse. And so, I mean, it was tough. And so then after that day, eight to 10 hours of that, then I would go home and on the drive home, I would be trying to detox and cry and get all of that out before I got home to my family where of course I had to be the mom and my husband was still active in the military at the time. So I'm like, I gotta do all the stuff. I got to get people to band practice and I got to make dinner and I got to be the puppy whisperer and I got to, I was still in school. I was, I, was I still working on, my, no, I had wrapped up working on my master's, but I was thinking about starting the, the journey to work on my PhD. Ultimately, I was miserable. My soul was sick when I worked the job. Like, it was like, it was so much, but there was that fear of stepping out on my own to do my own thing. And so then for me to now, you know, move past that soul sick to build a business where it felt like it was killing my body. I was like, damn, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what next? Right. And so um, I laugh now, but it was tough. 2019 was tough for me because I'm like, now I got to, you know, I convinced my husband to, you know, get on the same page with me and I'm going to go out and I'm going to do this business thing. And I'm like, I really want to quit because my health, though. I, my hair was coming out. I've told y'all about that. Like, what we cannot do is have me stressed out and have my hair coming out. Like, what? And so, again, I, I was, you know, weight was going up and down. Like, you can look at some of the pictures, y'all. Weight was going up and down. Hair coming out. Couldn't get my blood pressure together. And then I was like, um, what was that you said, God? You said, shut, shut the business down, but what will I do? And so I, I started to do it because I really did get scared because, like I said, the doctors, they put me on this medicine and they were like, now, this is a last ditch effort. You know, if if this doesn't work, then all we can do is just be prepared for you to basically have a stroke and treat you from that. And I was like, I, that that's not the life for me. So at the end of 2019, I started shutting down my business and um, it was hard. There was a grieving process. And then also the people that I had spent so much time cultivating relationships with to support their vision, some of them turned on me real hard. 
like I had done them a disservice by trying to save my life. And so that was hard. And it was, again, it added to that sense of responsibility that I have. Like, oh, I'm leaving them stranded. And it's like, okay, the, the other option is you can keep going in the direction you're going and you won't be here. And they still won't have the support from you. And so all of that, just the mental weight of that, had me feeling like I would never, ever do business again. And so, again, God was like, yeah, that's not exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> so in 2020, um, I January came around and I was like, well, I guess I need to do something. Um, he told me to shut this, this business down. So I got a job, y'all. And I don't mean like I went out and I, you know, I got back into my career. I mean, like, I was like, I need something to do. And I went and I got a job at the Y the why y'all and I had such peace I was in there rolling towels <laughs> I was in there helping the little ladies from the the uh, physical therapy pool to the locker room I was just as happy as I could be and blood pressure started leveling out and so I was like oh so it wasn't that I was working it was how I was working it was all the stuff I had put on my plate so it wasn't the business it was how I was doing business and I was like hmm so then after that I was like well what am I supposed to do next I applied for another job you know a job job not something to like pass the time and what happened was um so my background is healthcare management and I used you know y'all see the things operation management and management and things like that so I, I found this role on LinkedIn and I applied for it. It was a liaison between uh, the technical designers and like customers. And I have, you know, I was a si senior systems analyst when I had my last job. So I applied for this job <laughs> and I'm laughing because I was like, I don't even really know. I was like, I had to find my resume. I was like, let's dust this sucker off. Do people still say this? It was a whole situation trying to get back into the job market. This is pre-COVID still, so it's January 2020. So I applied for this job, and I, I looked at the website, y'all, and I was like, this ain't a real company. I don't trust it. But they ended up calling me. And so I'm, I'm, I'm sharing this because I want you to understand the power of your calling, too, and that we just have to do things differently. So <laughs> I applied for this job. They call me, and the little HR lady, she's like, yes, you know, we, we'd love to meet you, and we, you know, you're, you're Brown is stellar and this is amazing this and the other and she said we like to tell people some of the benefits that we offer and I was like okay I've been out of the game a while is this how we do it now okay cool and one of the things she said was yeah one of our benefits one of our paid benefits is life coaching and I was like well that's cool you know coming from the online space having a business understanding the power of coaching that intrigued me so I set up a, an interview or they set up an interview and I went out and I met this lady <sighs> Y'all, I was I was totally me, 100% me in this interview. And so what that means is she asked me a couple of questions about 20 for about 20 minutes, and then after that, I I asked a question. I said, "Who wrote your Who wrote your job description?" And she says, "I I did." I said, "Well, it was really good." And I'm gonna tell you what I liked about it. And I I proceeded to tell her some of the good marketing points that she had put in her job description. And she said, well, that's okay. I'll have to take those notes. She said, do you mind if I take notes? This is my job interview, y'all. 
And so I was like, no, I said, so, you know, I was breaking down some different things and I was like, well, how are you getting your business? And she was like, well, we've been mostly word of mouth and this and the other. I was like, well, you know, you seem like you would do really well if you were speaking um, because you're the founder of the company and you all of the y'all. I couldn't turn it off. I was teaching and coaching in my job interview and it wasn't a bad thing, but it was I was not aware of the power of my calling. So this lady, she's writing all these notes about newsletters and all of these things I was telling her that I've learned in the online space and that I have perfected on my own in my job interview. So then she says, listen, I have one more person I have to interview and I can't foresee, you know, us not hiring you. But if we don't, I want to introduce you to the company owner that does our life coaching for us. And I was like, Seems kind of weird. Are you trying to fast track me in life coach? You're like, what you trying to say? <laughs> and so she says, but I don't want to do that before I, I know if I'm going to be able to bring you on. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So I left there and I was like, that was weird. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure she's not going to hire me because I, I was in there coaching her like I was interviewing her. And so she didn't hire me. <laughs> but I, I think that had more to do with the fact that they were looking for another more like an intermediate and I was like expert level kind of thing but she did introduce me to the guy that owned the the company that did the dream the the life coaching for companies and so I had a conversation with him um via zoom I think it was no no he set up a call or a meeting with me and I went back out to that same building and I was like this is gonna be weird and when he met me he gave me a book and I was like, cause y'all know how I love books. I was like, what's happening here? Have you been stalking me? So he gave me this book and it was called The Noticer. And it's written by a guy named Andy Andrews. I love this book. I consumed this book. It was so, it was a fictional work. It was like a parable. It was so good y'all. It was such a good book. If you ever get the opportunity to read it, you'll probably consume it in one sitting. So. I had this conversation with this guy and he's like, you make an amazing addition to our company. And I was like, doing what? Like, what would I be doing? And he said, they like to call it life coaching, but what we actually do is professional well-being for leaders of companies, no, professional development for leaders of companies and well-being support for their employees. I was like, I am not a physical, I, I'm not about to be out here helping people with diet plans and stuff like that because that's not my jam. And he says, that's not what, what we do per se. He said, we're the support and accountability people need to take their desires from dreams to actual goals. Y'all, that's who I am. That's what I do. So I ended up partnering. It, it wasn't a situation where it's like, oh, you know, I ended up partnering with them and doing some work with them for a number of years. Like it would have been two years this May, but we stopped working together the end of January. And during that time, I learned even more about who I am and how I support. And I learned even more about business and balance and it being real. And so I wanted to come on today and just share a little bit about your calling is your calling, but it doesn't have to crush you. And that's what I had started letting my business do. 
I started letting the calling for why I even started the business in the first place be such a weight on me that it was crushing me physically. So when I share these posts and the content that I'm sharing, it's not from a place of, oh, I know because of education. It's a place of, I know because I survived it. I never thought I would want to go back into business, but it got to a point last year where I was like, there's people out here that still need what it is that I'm called to do. And so that's why I'm here. So whether you came across me because of books, which, you know, I still have my business that handles books and publishing and things like that, and we do it a little different, or whether you came across me because someone was like, this lady talk about strategic planning, like it's, it's the greatest thing ever. The whole purpose of the work that I do across the board, regardless of my brand, is because your calling is setting you up for more. Not more pain per se, not more struggle, but more, more in your legacy. I went from a job that I was like, this thing is, is killing my soul to a business that I allowed to kill my body to now I'm positioned to help people not have those struggles. And specifically female entrepreneurs, we wear a lot of hats. We do. We're mom. I tell people all the time, I am a wife. I'm a mom of four, including my two fur babies. I have a grandkitten that I have to wrangle because he be trying to jump off the loft. I have, you know, um, the CEOs that need my support. I have school. I have friends. I have me. All of those things. And without the proper system for my business, and I'm not talking about a funnel. Funnels are good. But I'm talking about a system that allows me to be a CEO and properly delegate and properly show up. This thing will start killing me all over again. And I'm not going to let it. And my goal is to share tips and information and processes and something that allows you to, to flip that CEO switch so that your business doesn't outlive you. Nobody that I've ever met was like, you know, I think I'll start a business that's going to crush me and separate me from my family and stress me out and allow me to not have any time to myself and make me not really have ends meet. Yeah, that's the goal. No, that's, that is not the goal. Said no one ever. You can make money at a job that you hate and pay bills. That's not why you started your business. You didn't start your business to just pay the bills and then be in a position that you hate. So that's why I do this work and do what I do. And I just wanted to come and share that with you. Like, I'm so serious about you having the, living the vision that you had in the first place. And your vision was consistent income. Like, let's just put it out there. Nobody, when people say, whether it's a book or a business, it's not about the money. It's because they have decide, decided that they're not going to make money. It's a mindset thing. Whoever... I don't know who needs this, but I tell people all the time, when, the, when I came across the scripture that told me all labor brings profit, I was like, all work, labor, however you want to, it all brings profit, that set me free. Because I'm putting in the work. I'm putting in the work to support people. I'm putting in the work to help people. So I should expect profit. It may not be financial. But <laughs> for the most part, you know, that's how businesses operate. So I don't, I don't ever want anyone to feel like 
they have to suffer in silence if the way that they were doing business isn't serving them anymore today. Things shift. Technology changes. We see that. We saw that in 2020. And the way we do business has to change. As you grow, you have to think about your capacity. You don't have the capacity to keep serving 20 and 30 clients by yourself while you're juggling all the operations and you over here in Canva trying to design something and over here trying to do this, that, and the other. You don't have the capacity to do that. And so it's time out. So if that's you, I am here for you to tell you it's time out. I see you. I know exactly how you feel. And it is nothing to be ashamed of. And you don't have to wait to prove that you deserve help to get help. So whatever that help is, go get your help. If that's a housekeeper, if that's somebody, a laundry service, if that is somebody handling the back end of your funnel, whatever that is, get the help that you need. And if you don't feel like you can afford it, then we probably need to have a conversation and figure out your strategic plans to make sure that you can. Okay. So I just want to come on and share a little bit of my heart and a little bit of my story with you guys. I would love for you to come over and join me in the, uh, the whole CEO is a Facebook group for Instagram. Just go to www.thewholeceo.com and hop over into the group. Um, there'll be, well, first of all, there's tons of information in there. Uh, you heard me say, hey, to Coach Vic earlier, he did an amazing interview that is exclusive to that community. So if you want to check out the whole interview on that about leadership, that's the place to be because he's the truth. If you don't know who Coach Vic is, now you know. Um, and the other thing is if you decide to get over into that Facebook group, there's tons of information around the CEO fix, which is us trying to fix our CEO dumb and access to my complete breakdown of the catalyst framework for strategic planning. It's a game changer. And one hour, it was about an hour and 45 minute session. I was able to help one person create over a two million dollar strategy for the year that they can do for ease with ease and pass off to other people and these are small solopreneurships that are shifting into really being small businesses like they're supposed to be so i would love to see you on the inside of that